I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hi, friends. Welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 87, and today we're going to talk about the history of April Fools and maybe a little bit of ideas. And I know today is April Fools, so I might be kind of a little too late, like I should have done this last week, but hey, that's sort of how I roll anyway. So if you get ideas today and you're listening, for later. Maybe that'll be fun. If not, maybe save them for next year. Oh, but first, I just want to thank all my new listeners. I just got a really big download report. Well, for me, um, it was like double what I normally get. And so I just want to thank anybody who's new and listening. I really appreciate it. And it's just kind of fun to see it grow a little bit. And I don't even know how it's growing because it was so funny how last week I was busy. We had a funeral to go to in Baltimore for my husband's grandma, which was a whole fun experience going to this Baptist funeral, I have to say. It was amazing. And so I was busy and I forgot to do like a little sound bite. I've been trying to do those like midweek on my social medias. And anyway, and then I got a really good download. And I don't know if it's just one person listening to all my episodes. <laughs> if it is, thank you. That's amazing. But I just would love to hear a little bit more from you guys because I feel like you hear from me and then I'm like, who are you? Thank you for listening. And I'm not getting much traction with my newsletter, so which is fine. I was joking a little bit with my husband. He's like, look, I'll just give you my email and just like, don't send me anything. <laughs> like I get so many things. Actually, he does. He gets my newsletter each week. He's really nice. And anyway, but if you want to send me a message on like Instagram or Facebook, I am there at least once a week. On Fridays, I always have some, I just, you know, post my latest episode that's coming out. Or send me an email. I technically have this like cool new address, Camille at findingthefloor.com. Isn't that so fun? I mean, I have to pay for this, but um, send me an email. I would just love to hear from you. If you don't want to give me your email and receive little... little tidbits each week, which sometimes I even forget to even send. So anyway, just wanted to thank any new listeners and all of my listeners who have been listening for a while. Like, I just really appreciate it. So thank you and thank you. And if this were really great, I could say something like, hey, I am number one on Apple Podcasts. 
really April Fool's, you guys. I am not number one on Apple Podcasts, but I felt pretty awesome getting like doubling my downloads this past week. So anyway, thanks again. But if you do want to sign up for my newsletter, I usually have a link in the episode description or show notes, however you see it in your, wherever you get your podcast, on your podcast app. Most of you listen on Apple Podcasts, some on Spotify, I at least know a little bit, but the other thing is if you also could leave a review or I know on Spotify you can like put how many stars you think uh, my podcast is worth, I would appreciate that too. So yes, thank you, thank you. And if you could do any one of those things, I would love to hear from you in any way, shape or form. Okay, today we are going to talk about April Fool's. So happy April Fool's. I don't know if you guys are super into April Fool's. I haven't really ever been like super into it. Some years I planned something fun to do because I've like thought about it and other years I'm like, oh, it's April Fool's. Maybe I should do something. So this year I'm thinking about it a couple days ahead, although you're getting this the day of. It comes out on April Fool's. So I thought it'd be fun to learn a little bit about why we even celebrate this holiday. Like what, where did it come from? And then I have a few suggestions. (laughs) Okay, let's go. All right. So what was a little bit disappointing is when I was looking at the history of April Fool's and everybody was just like, no one really knows. (laughs) I was like... Awesome. This is going to be a really long podcast. No one really knows the end. (laughs) But they have a couple, let's say, evidences, journal writings, poems from way back. So in like 1582, they said that it could have started then when France changed from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar. So the Julian calendar started in or around Easter or Passover. It's funny because I was reading about that just this week because it's saying like when the Israelites are like right around the Passover, it says start the new year here. So that makes sense. And then they switched it to the Gregorian because the Passover kind of like changes to the new year of January 1st. And so some people weren't quite on board because obviously communication back in the 1500s wasn't very instant. And so there were friends who would walk around and celebrate the new year, you know, like I don't know if they would bang pots or whatever. And anybody would be like, yeah, it's a new year. They're like, duh, it's not. It was the new year in January. You guys are so behind the times. <laughs> so that is one theory of when it might have started, the change of the calendar. There is another theory that it could have been after this ancient Roman festival of Hilaria. You know, like I'm, I'm guessing hilarious comes from this, where they said it was a day of joy, merriment, and dressing up in disguises. 
Okay, another one is what we have been experiencing this past week is April Fool's is what Mother Nature plays on you in the spring, especially around this time. And oh my goodness, it is like really sort of brought me down in the dumps the past couple days because let's say last week and especially like around 17th and we had like really nice spring weather in the 60s. And I know that's all in perspective because we were talking with my daughter who's, you know, in East LA on her mission and she's like, oh, that sounds really cold. (laughs) I'm like, it's amazing. The sun is out. It's 65 degrees. And then this past weekend, it snowed and it was like freezing and 25 degrees and I was back in my big coat and I was like, no, Mother Nature, you're killing me. It's like, yeah, it's going to be warm. April Fool's, we're back to winter. No. And even today, the day I'm recording, I don't know if just Cleveland, but Cleveland has got pretty crazy weather, especially in the spring. So today in the morning, there was a winter weather advisory. Okay. So it was like raining and sleeting. And then by the end of today, it's supposed to be 66 degrees. What? (laughs) So there's a theory that because mother nature is kind of so like it's going to be warm and now it's freezing and you can't even decide if you're ready to put away coats or, uh, so that could be where the whole April Fool's comes from. So those are three theories. In a couple articles I read, they said, let's see, one of the earliest documented references of April Fool's Day comes from Edward de Dene a Flemish writer who published a poem in 1561 about a man who sent his servant on bizarre errands all day long on April 1st. So it was just like sending him around because like nothing was happening. And then it said writer John Aubrey referred to April 1st as Fool's Holy Day in 1686. And then it said, and just a few years later, in 1698, a newsletter reported on April 2nd, yesterday being the 1st of April, several persons were sent to the tower ditch to see the lions washed. So this invitation of lion washing was like the first recorded sort of prank of its kind. And it became very popular, especially to out-of-towners. Isn't that funny? We're going to go watch the lions being washed. What? (laughs) I always get a little nervous on this day. I just need to make sure I'm like on my toes and not taking anything too seriously on April 1st. In France, they say children try to put a paper fish on the back of someone without noticing because they call the day Poisson d'Avril. If I said that right, I think of Les Poissons, Les Poissons from, you know, Little Mermaid or April Fish. So it was like this thing where people would try to put fish on your back. It was like a funny thing. And let's see. 
The Irish celebrate by sending someone to deliver an important note. And then on the inside of it, it just says, send the fool farther. So then they give the note back, write something else in it, and then tell them to go to the next person. And this poor soul keeps on delivering a note. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, there is one thing that I kind of liked because one article said that you need to be done pulling pranks before noon or it is bad luck for you. Now, I can get behind that because then you're not stressed like all day. Like, can I take anybody seriously today? Did what you say, is that really serious? Although I, it's really funny. My husband has this group of friends and they joke all the time. And so I honestly never know when they're serious. Is that serious? He's like, no, we're never serious. I was like, okay, I don't even know. (laughs) So maybe do your pranks before noon. But if you're watching this after, I'm sure if you want to get a prank in, it's no one really knows, right? No one knows. It's not like really good luck or bad luck is like a thing. Now, for me, like I said, I've never been one to really like like mean pranks. And I've never gotten too into it. When we were pregnant with our oldest, we did prank everyone saying that we were having twins. We did get a lot of people on that one. And there is one memorable time where I remember my mom, April fooling her mom or my grandma, by telling her that she just had a baby. (laughs) Like, what? I just think it's funny how sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, what? I don't know if I've had any other really good April Fools. But this year, I'm going to try to do a couple small ones. And I'll share those with you in just a little bit. But I think it's funny because you also have to watch out because on media outlets, Usually, there's really some ridiculous thing that comes out. Usually, maybe Google or Facebook or somebody's pranking something. You just can't take anything too seriously on April 1st. Just have a sense of humor today, you guys. (laughs) Don't get too mad if you get pranked. Um, But there was this really famous prank pulled by the BBC, a media prank. And they released this segment about people in the city of Ticino, which was on the borders of Switzerland and Italy. I don't even know if that's a real city. And they were picking spaghetti. And if you look at it, I'll have it on my website, the link to this. Oh my gosh, it is really funny. This announcer guy is really serious and they talk about how it grows. They just pick it and then they have to dry it out and then they have fresh pasta that it's like a big thing. Oh my gosh, it's pretty good. It's a good one. So apparently it got a lot of people. This was back in like 1957, the BBC put this out. And one thing that someone noted was that not as many people were like eating pasta at the time. So 
you know, they maybe weren't as familiar on how it was made. And so it got a lot of people. They were like, where do I get a spaghetti tree? I want to grow a spaghetti. And then I know many of you as myself are wondering if Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock, although I didn't see it live, but like, what the heck was that? Everyone says it's not real. I mean, obviously it was real, but it was like staged. Definitely has gotten a lot of news time for sure. Okay, so here we go with ideas. And I have a sister-in-law who loves this holiday. (laughs) And I remember one year she like, sent out this text and was like, hope you guys had a great upper fools. And she listed all the things that she did. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And I didn't even do a thing. So this year I wanted to do maybe a couple fun things. For me, I want to do something that's funny and not like harmful or sad or make people really uncomfortable. Like I guess we'd say harmless pranks. So I'm going to share a couple that my sister-in-law said I could share with you. And I'm going to talk to a couple that I'm probably going to try. I'll report next week and see how it went. Okay, so my sister-in-law totally gets into this. And she said one year she moved my brother's car to a gas station. She had some friends help her and then had someone call, say that he was a policeman and said that they found his stolen car. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. And she says on iPhones, I don't have an iPhone, but this is kind of hilarious. She says there's a feature on iPhones that you can make shortcuts for words. So she says one year she changed the word the to Harry Bottom. So every time they would type the, it would automatically change it to Harry Bottom. And she said she did that with multiple words, with like her kids' phones and her husband's phones. I was like, oh my gosh, that is a lot of thinking ahead. And it's pretty funny. And then she also said when they first moved to the area they're living now, she had a friend of her parents call my brother and pretend he was getting the calling of a scoutmaster, which he totally didn't want. <laughs> it's an April Fool's. Oh, isn't that so fun? And she had a whole list of things that she has done. Or she just keeps a running list. Like changing the cereal out, which I might do. So you just simply change the bag. That sounds pretty easy. She changes like her salt and sugar And sometimes she said she puts like or gel in the toothpaste instead of the toothpaste. I would say at her house, (laughs) you got to watch out on April Fool's. And everybody's probably trying to get everybody else. Now, I know my youngest daughter has mentioned a few different pranks. So I'm going to watch out. She's really good at scaring us. And we'll see how April Fool's goes. But the funniest thing she does sometimes is she has this like stuffed person she calls Bob and it's like she blows up a balloon and then has like a hooded sweatshirt and then she stuffs the hooded sweatshirt with like pillows 
and then put pants on him too and then just sits him in random places around the house <laughs> it's kind of freaky <laughs> like ah oh my gosh that's not a real person yeah it's just bob <laughs> so i did some research got some ideas for my sister-in-law a couple ideas that i feel like are pretty harmless and everyone will have like just kind of have a laugh. So one I thought was really funny is they said you bring a box of donuts to work and then you put a sign on it be like happy April Fool's Day. And there's nothing wrong with the donuts, but everyone's not sure if you've like put something in the donuts. <laughs> so it's like playing with their heads. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do that, but if that's a funny idea for work. Then one suggestion was really simple, just drawing a spider on the toilet paper with a Sharpie. Super easy, just scare whoever's going to the bathroom. Um, one said you could put as many things in the fridge, put googly eyes on them that you can. So I thought that was kind of funny. Another was like, take everything out of your fridge so it's totally empty. <laughs> We have a second fridge, so I could maybe do that and t put it all in the basement. But then you have to like put it all back. So I'm like back and forth with that one. I don't know. Okay, this one my daughter pointed out and she loves to watch five minute crafts and they had a whole thing about like April Fool's pranks. Um, but one was pretty funny is you dip Brussels sprouts in chocolate and then give it to somebody on a stick you know like the um, cake pop so it looks like a cake pop but it's really brussels sprouts dipped in chocolate or you switch out the you know the egg chocolate candy that you can get like butterfinger or nestle and you switch out those with like cherry tomatoes and you put it in your kid's lunch <laughs> i would maybe add a couple extra of the real ones but that you have like this rogue cherry tomato that they think's a treat and it's not. Or they said to like replace what they think is a treat for not a treat. So you have like a bag of Skittles and instead you just put like beads in it or frozen peas or something. <laughs> okay, one thing I think would be easy to do, which I'll probably do is just either turn the Wi-Fi off or change the password for the day so everyone can't get on the Wi-Fi. Doesn't that sound dreamy? <laughs> they can't get on. They're like, the Wi-Fi is not working. Oh my gosh. Put in the password again. What's up? <laughs> the best thing about my podcast is that my kids don't really listen to it. <laughs> so they won't get a heads up. The other, there was another suggestion, as you say, I've made a pan of brownies and they're literally brownies in a pan, like the letter E cut out with brown paper in a pan. Ha ha. That's harmless and kind of fun. One thing that I was thought was so funny and kind of cute, it, my sister-in-law mentioned, she's like, tape an action figure to the back of the car where the backup camera is. And so when they back up, they see this action figure. Or you even say a little, put a little note and tape it on the back. 
Okay, I think that was all the things. Yep. So there's a lot more ideas, like rearranging your kids' furniture while they're sleeping or turning everything upside down or rearranging something else in your house or moving your kids to a new spot if they're like heavy sleepers. Like I said, I usually like to do some kind of fun, harmless things. Another thing I thought was really cute is that like you wake everybody up with a mask on your face, which I may do. I think that's kind of fun too. Okay, I think that's it. If you want more, I'll have links for all the places that I got ideas, but you can also just like Google harmless April Fool's pranks. Just do a handful or just do one or two. Harmless little pranks. Put a fish on someone's back. (laughs) Tell them to go see the lions that are being washed downtown. (laughs) Or you could send them to your neighbors on a random errand. All right. Well, you guys, you know, thanks again for being such great listeners. I really do appreciate you. And I hope you have a fun week and a happy April Fool's Day. All right, talk to you later. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 